있어요. 좀 관련되면. You already started with that bullshit. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, man. Hey, Kiana's in here. Now you can do your... Don't. Can we kill the snap shit? It, it was Go becoming ahead. my thing. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. That's your thing. Go ahead. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Cultivate Ignorance. Ignorance. <laughs> the mic is going to be terrible. People I know. People instantly like, oh, see, they want that bullshit. I'm tuning out. <laughs> We've got a lovely episode for y'all this week. This week... I will be doing all the talking. Why would how would that be a lovely episode at all? Michael will be doing all of the nothing. <sighs> so we switching roles. And watch our ratings go up. Watch our ratings plummet <laughs> instantly. Nah, man, we're gonna be talking about a lot this week. Uh, me and Mike both saw the movie Us. We did. So we're gonna be talking about that. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the unfortunate and untimely death of Nipsey Hussle. Talking about. Not all that speculation and stuff people are doing, but uh, more so about the legacy he left, which I think is the most important thing out of everything. I thought we were going to talk a little bit about people. We're going to talk a little bit about it. We're yeah. going to talk about the, the people surrounding it. but um, <laughs> We're also going to be talking about Cardi B. Should she be canceled? Even though we've established on the show that people can't be canceled. What I put? He put, you put canceled. Cardi B canceled? Is that, it's got a question mark at the end. So even though we don't believe in people being canceled, Michael wanted to feed into the masses and be canceled. Not. <laughs> I thought it would be catchy with the alliteration and shit. We're gonna be talking about Jesse Smollett. Um, Will's guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is one thing I'm not believing in. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be talking about that. We're also gonna be talking about the movie Ma. Uh, if you saw uh, us in theaters, you likely saw. The trailer for a movie called Ma. Mm. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that also. We'll kind of give you a rundown of what the storyline is. Caught me off guard. That shit was beautiful. That's what that was. <laughs> it was a work of art already? <laughs> you ain't even seen it yet. It was worth, a, it was worth all the gr- Emmys, Grammys, <laughs> Tonys. Tony, and, what's Tony's song? and Oscars. NAACP Image Awards. Yeah, Nobel Peace Prizes. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about that also. A couple of those. Um, but as always, Mike is... I'm going to knock out these little church announcements. These big church announcements. Thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> Not for Will, but for me. Thank you, Kiana, Terry, Grant, for tuning in. And everybody listening on SoundCloud. And Spotify and iTunes. Thank you for tuning in to my voice. <laughs> church announcements this week, man. April 9th. April 9th at 7 p.m. Is uh, Song Versations going down at TAPS Art Center. Um, the great Fat Rat Desire, very dope local rapper, will be performing his new album, Exposed, in its entirety. Um, front to back, he got like a whole band lined up. We'll be doing the whole thing, y'all. The whole thing is going on April 9th at 7 p.m. Conversations usually um, hosted by my good friend Al Black, who's not black, but he's a good people. He's he's an ally, I guess you would call him or whatever. Um, yeah, man, that's a seven dollar cover. Conversations going on at Taps April 9th, 7 p.m. Um, you got seven dollars? Just come through. It's gonna be dope. Uh, April 10th 
at 8 a.m. from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's going to be a very good event. It's going to be the Minority Business Opportunity Conference at 300 Senate Street. Uh, this is an event for minority-owned business owners that are interested in doing business with the city of Columbia. Uh, it's free and open to the public. Uh, and you can also have an opportunity to meet one-on-one -on -one with individuals who buy goods and services for the city, as well as uh, learn about city procurement programs for small businesses and local businesses. Um, like I said, that's going, to, going down April 10th at 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you got a small business, um, if you, like me, trying to start a small business, this will be a great opportunity for you, absolutely free. And uh, last but not least, I got to shout this out. April 13th at 12 p.m. to, I believe, 5 p.m. is the world-famous hip-hop family day. This is a super, super dope event that happens here once a year in Columbia. Uh, people always love it. We always have, like, hip-hop legends come through and perform. I believe last year we had MC Light, mm -hmm. um, my good friend Monifa, um, open for her. It was very dope. Uh, this year is going to be featuring Big Daddy Kane, along with Sugar Hill Gang and the Furious Five. Um, they had to post out them, trying to look like thugs and stuff. But, you know, they, they ain't as young as they used to look, but they still look dope. Um, but that's going to be absolutely free, man. That's always a very good event. That's going down at the corner of Main and Laurel Streets. Um, please come out for that. Everybody always has a great time for that. Like I said, Big Daddy Kane, if you know hip-hop, you know Big Daddy Kane, you know Sugar Hill Gang, you know Furious Five, you can't miss it. It's going to be dope, and it's free. April 13th, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Be there. There you go. Yeah, I started. I started. I did a different snap. I did it. You did the worst snap ever. <sighs> All right, so, unfortunately, we got a little bit of bad news earlier this week. Yeah. Um, rapper Nipsey Hussle, he was shot outside the store in L.A. Nobody um, saw that coming. No, nobody did. No. Um, you know, we don't want to make this a whole, uh, you know, we miss Nipsey thing, but, mm. you know, I think it's important that anytime we lose somebody or, you know, somebody that we saw doing big things, you know, we take, we, we got to take that time to reflect right. and kind of like let, a, let everyone else know what we appreciated them for. For sure. And what we saw in that person. So, absolutely. you know, what were some of the biggest things that, uh, how did Nipsey's death affect you personally? And uh, when we think about hip-hop as a whole, how do you think his death kind of hurt hip-hop or affected him? I mean, him? I think it only hurt hip-hop because we, we lost him in, in, you know, the physical form of him. Um, I personally was not the hugest Nipsey fan. Mm -hmm. I was never into his music super heavy. But um, I always admired his, um, I think, of him and Mac Miller as like the trailblazers in the whole independent, independent hip-hop scene. Yeah, um, I think they really paved the way for a lot of rappers to do their own thing, and really only get a record there for you know distribution reasons. Yeah, and um, once they already got established, but um, Nipsey was like one of the trail, definitely the leading pioneers in the whole thing. Oh yeah, because um, Victory Lap was his only like studio album, right? Yeah, Everything it's his only studio album. Yeah. and that was a partnership. That was a partnership. I think yeah. he had uh, he did a thing a while ago where he charged like a hundred dollars for a CD. Yeah, yeah, the hundred dollar album. But it also came with a ticket to the show. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Just innovative things. Just showing rappers that you ain't got to go by the industry standards. You can do your own thing and be very successful, and be well, very well known as well. Mm -hmm. um, I've been hearing you've been hearing Nipsey's name in the streets forever. Yeah. Um, and that's what made it so surreal. It just felt like he was one of those like rap staples that would just be here forever. And um, you just wouldn't see him getting shot down at 33 years old anytime soon. But um, yeah, man, he just for me personally, I just I just admired his independent um, ambition, yeah. as well as everything he did in his hood with the STEM programs for kids. 
um, taking over businesses like the one he got shot, unfortunately shot in front of. Um, apparently, that was one of the. It was a store that he couldn't be around as a kid because he used to sell drugs around there. Mm-hmm. So he grew up and bought the store and then turned it into something different, like stuff like that. You just you just don't hear about that in, in hip hop. Yeah, it's unfortunate, um, man, because you know, like oftentimes rappers or whatever, you know, they for. I don't want to necessarily say forget their hood, but they kind of stay away from it. Especially as far as, like, you know, until recently, like, the Bob Banks block movement. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like, he's been on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he was not really trailblazing, but he was just showing you that you don't necessarily have to leave your hood high and dry right. once you become successful. Right. You know, so that, um, you know, somebody who showed you that you know, you can make a way out of this, you know, with him being from, you know, the bad neighborhood he was in with him joining the gang and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that, like, somebody who is in the same situation that he was in killed him out of jealousy, hate, envy, whatever it was. Which is exactly why people leave the hood and stay away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I mean, this might drive. That's what I'm saying. What do you think? Might drive rappers saying? to stay away even more. You think that's, that's, that's going to just revert everything? That I don't know if it'll revert on? everything, but I mean, I'm sure rappers will think twice. That's crazy, bro. But, you know, I mean, people want to say that he should have had security or whatever, but, you know, like, it's his store. I was saying it's his it's store. It's his hometown. Exactly. You should feel like, you know. And plus, you're a well-loved rapper. Like, I don't, like, we were talking about. And it wasn't even that he was robbed. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like some petty crime shit. It was like. He was a well-loved rapper. He was well-known in his neighborhood. He was just chilling. And um, like we were talking about when he passed, it, I don't see anybody coming for him like, yo, Nipsey was actually like a terrible person. He is. Um, it's been all stand-up stuff. Yeah, like the same thing with like Mac Miller. That just don't, it just, he just seemed like one of them sincere dudes that everybody loved. It's just very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I hope it doesn't make people want to not come back to the hood and build it up. <laughs> I hope not. I wouldn't. I mean... Be surprised. They might. I mean, they might still help the hood, but they're not gonna be visible. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope they. I hope they are present. I hope so, man. But I mean, it it does make them second guess. It does make them think twice about it. So I think when you do go out to the hood and then you feel like nervous and you have bodyguards around it, then people try to tell you like you Hollywood now. Now you, now you ain't relatable no more. It's like they're trying to help me do. <laughs> like. Got to have security, I guess. I suppose. Which is unfortunate because then you don't connect with the people the same That's way. what I'm saying. That's that's the whole point of staying in the hood so you can stay connected and stay down to earth and Mm-mm-mm. reach the actual needs. It's just very unfortunate. Man. So when uh when he first got shot, it didn't take people long at all to come out with these Dr. Sebi Bruh. conspiracy theories, these Illuminati theories that – you know, they were trying to kill, uh, they killed Nipsey to stop the Dr. Sebi documentary coming out or <sighs> whatever. How do you feel like about like conspiracy theories and stuff like that? Because I think, uh, well, people knew like Mac was addicted to stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, like back when Mac got addicted, he died. Uh, I think some conspiracy theories came out then. I didn't see any conspiracy on Mac. What did they say? I don't know. I, I can't remember. I, I know I saw stuff. And I know, especially when Triple X died, they said, oh, oh, he got shot. They was out the woodwork. Yeah, they was out the woodwork. <laughs> oh, he's, he's trying to he's trying to get people conscious about this, that, and third. <laughs> yeah. They had to kill him. You know, what do you feel about conspiracy theories and stuff like that, man? Oh, boy, I've been very vocal on this shit. Um, 
No, I'm not saying that conspiracy theories aren't needed in some facet or even um, understandable because mm-hmm. I mean, the government's been messing with us for a very long time. Uh, government has killed a lot of our leaders and stuff like that. My only problem was people having like a whole 30 minutes, an hour long synopsis of why the government or the Illuminati or whoever killed him and how they did it and what he was going to do. And he had all of Dr. Sebi's research ready to go in the documentary. Nipsey Hussle, of all people, had everything that he needed to expose um, what Dr. Sebi was trying to do. He had all these answers less than an hour after this man died. And I'm not against like people speculating. You can speculate. You can hypothesize, all that stuff. But when you put speculation out there as fact, I feel like it's disrespectful. Like, I mean... So when you say put speculation out there as fact, like do you think that's necessarily what it was, or do you think like people were just giving opinions? No, nah, people and, was and like they had the they had the echo chamber. You know, that's part of the problem. That. <laughs> that's part of the problem. But like, nah, it was people not only putting it out there as fact, but insulting people who didn't agree with them as being sheep or as been being brainwashed or whatever, whatever. Like, I was talking to my friend Donovan. Hopefully, he's watching or whatever, but. Because he was one of the people, he believes it was a conspiracy or whatever like that. And I was like, you can't just jump on there and just like five minutes after the shit happens and say, this is what happened yeah. with no solid foundation. You can hypothesize, you can be like, this is my hypothesis or, you know, this is my theory of what might have happened. Um, this is what I believe might have happened. But when you put it out there as fact, and I think, um, sorry, I hope she comes in. I was about to mention what you said. Yeah, you can, yeah, go ahead. You wanna so, read uh, one of our star, one of our loyal listeners, uh, <laughs> She said, uh, what'd she say? Uh, I personally think conspiracy theories are necessary. And why wait until some, uh, why wait until more fake news is released? So many times we have waited for the official report on a story only to be lied to time and time again. There's no moment of silence anymore. To not speculate would be the disrespectful thing. Anyone claiming to know for sure what is or isn't being, what is or isn't is being unreasonable. But bashing those who are hurting and need to find a reason why, that's disrespectful in my opinion. And that's what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with speculation. There's not, nothing wrong with researching. Um, more than anything, there's nothing wrong with waiting for more evidence to come out. Well, that's my thing. Like, I think there is something wrong in speculating because you... I mean, if you're going to speculate and you keep it to yourself, then that's one thing. But if you speculate and then your opinion, you know, it proliferates and keeps going... I think as long as you're telling people you're speculating, that's cool. You agree with that? Or no? I think, I think it's rarely presented like as speculation. Like, that's the problem. Like, but even still, like people don't say it as law. They be like, I think such and such happened, and then people are so stupid that, or people are so willing to not form their own opinion, right? That they say the same exact thing or something very close to it. That's what I'm saying. So you have this problem. Where even though the source said, I think, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't, it becomes that, oh, okay, well, first person said, I think it was due to Dr. Sebi. Second person says, you know they killed him because of Dr. Sebi, right? Right. Like, yeah. it just it's like a game of telephone. Like it yeah, just a game of telephone. You know what I mean? So I think if you're keeping your speculation to yourself, then it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But with the way social media is and the way our brains are just set up nowadays, well, I don't want to say our, what? but most people's. 
I you think know, people can make a conscious effort to be like, yo, this is all... It's the same way. reason we say um, allegations whenever we somebody gets accused of something. Because the way I put that, address that um, post, is like, if somebody came to me and said, um, yo, Will just raped some woman or whatever, and I just ran out and just said, like, yo, y'all know Will did something? Or if I said, Will allegedly did so-and-so and such-and-such, there's a reason we put allegedly in there. So I don't think it's that much brain work to tell people, like, you can just you can share thoughts but just say but who does that though? Like, let's be realistic the, about it. But I see that's my problem. I think we gotta consciously do that. We can we can consciously tell each other to start doing that shit. Because I wouldn't tell people they're not allowed to share opinions on something. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying. Well, I am saying that in in, in so many words. Like, I feel like it's more destructive to share your opinion because even though it is your opinion and you know it's your opinion, other people will not take it as that or won't present it to the next person as such. So we shouldn't share opinions. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying if it's on speculation, especially about somebody's death, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I feel like it's dangerous because things now become concrete so quickly versus things being a discussion point. So you don't think humans have, uh, right, right now, have the ability to change that and still change, still share opinions, but just share, change how we share them? You don't think we have the ability to do that? Saying we're bad at it. So you don't think I mean, we have the ability to get better I think eventually we might get there. But like right now, like especially like when we're talking about hours afterwards. Right. Like, come on, bro. Well, that's what, so that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, I feel like we can have the ability to be like, yo, I'm speculating because so-and-so, you know, he was doing the well, documentary thing. the next thing. person say that? That's my whole thing. That's a, I think that's a whole narrative of we all have to push collectively. It ain't gonna get done. <laughs> you sound like you got no faith in shit <laughs> Like it ain't gonna get done, and mainly because, and I mainly say that because people do not like to think for themselves anymore. I truly believe that. No, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I just don't know if the solution is like, yo, just don't share opinions. And then when when do we do share opinions? Like, at what point do we collectively come together? Like, okay, this is what I think happened. I mean, after some time, or like you said, wait till the facts come out. I don't know if it's realistic to tell people to hold opinions to themselves until. Bro, but when you say wild shit, like, oh, like, come on, like, bro, like, it's one thing to say, damn, bro, I heard Nipsey got killed because of something gang related. Like, that's that's an opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's based on, like, something that could be logical. Mm-hmm. And I guess in some people's mind, <laughs> the government killing Nipsey over Dr. Sebi documentaries is logical, too. Was it uh, so? That's the main thing I do struggle with is that the this conspiracy on this particular thing is so outrageous. Like it's like, why would you even? <laughs> why would you even put that out there as fact off top? Less than like thirty minutes after the man died. That's that's the main thing I have a problem with. Like if it's like if it's somewhat logical, then okay. But like if you just out here spreading fake news, I guess it boils down to who defines what's logical. Because, like you said, some, what's logical. I, mean, I feel like some, logical is logical. I don't I'm, know how to explain it. That's what it feel. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. I logic agree with is you. logic. Like I agree with you, but it's some people who logic works different for them, and it's some people who has been so ingrained in this whole the government trying to destroy black people thing. It's like any type of bad shit happening to black people, logically speaking, was is attributed to the government in some way, some form. I guess. So it's like, it's hard to tell them, like, yo, think logically. They're like, I am. <laughs> you know they've been killing niggas for centuries. <laughs> and what's the worst about that is they can pull anything they want 
yeah. from the past of government killing people. And like, would you go and say this? This the Dr. Martin Luther King. Da, 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 what da. you gonna say, nigga? We ain't never get on forty acres of a mule. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can find some shit. If niggas want to be upset about something, they want to believe something. They will find anything to back that up. It's the same thing about when, when niggas want to be mad. I've, I've just I've learned this, bro. When people want to be mad, <laughs> they just gonna be mad. They will find a way to be mad. It doesn't <laughs> matter. So I just don't like I said. I don't know if it's rational to tell people to withhold all opinions. I think it's just it's just how you present them, man. It's just not presenting them as facts. And Star mentions like the news outlets doing it all the time. And I don't think the solution is for us to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this, let's get this shit popping. Let's, let's get, yeah, let's all popping. just spread lies and shit. Like no, like let's as a community have each other's back and be like, yo, Nipsey died. It's mad suspicious. Let's wait and hear some more evidence. So let's hear some more facts or more causes what what happened. Surveillance videos. Who was there? You know what I'm saying? Let's wait for all that shit. It's just, maybe we had to talk about people protesting like five minutes after niggas get shot by the police. Yeah. Like, how did you get all the facts you needed? Like, you just, all you heard was a black man got shot by police. Why the niggas be staring at us in here like this, bro? Niggas be, niggas be jocking us, bro. <laughs> they be jocking, bro. Niggas be, niggas be like, oh, these niggas got it going, bro. bro these niggas see the ain't lights here. in the camera. Bright lights. They think we Kanye, bro. Not, we, be- they, before the show. I was going to say, what Kanye you talking about? Um, um, But yeah, man, so... um. Oh yeah, you said something about uh, black queers. Oh yeah, saying something. What was it? Um, I had some queer friends, and I saw online like queer people felt like people were telling them they had to mourn Nipsey's death because he was a, you know, icon in the black community. I didn't see that, and on the um, but the main issue that people were having is because he had like a very, I don't want to say very, but it was a homophobic tweet like back in the day. I forgot how many years ago it was, where he was basically. Basically saying that homosexual men weren't like real men or weren't, weren't strong men, and um, I think it's more so because he just believed there was a gay agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never felt I didn't see anybody telling queer people they had to mourn Nipsey's death. I was wondering if you saw that. I didn't see it either. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see it. There was an NBC article about. Hold on one second. There was an NBC article titled. Nipsey Hussle's murder, homophobia, and the toxic black masculinity that fuels it. Did you read it? I didn't get a chance to read it, but what was it about? Was it in relation to what we're talking about? Well, I skimmed through it. It was more so like another article (coughs) about how toxic masculinity leads to black death. Because allegedly the dude that killed Nipsey apparently got into it. Last thing I heard was um, Nipsey told him to get away from the shop because he's like a known snitch or whatever. That's what I was told. That's what I was told by somebody else. Yeah. So the dude got mad, left, got a gun, came back, and killed him. And it's like that would be toxic masculinity, I guess. Um, but it, that's what the that's what the gist of the article I got was. I'm tired. Of, I don't. I'm, I don't like hearing about Nipsey's death, but I also don't like hearing about toxic masculinity claiming lives as well. Which I, don't, I think we're all tired of. Period. But um, I didn't really say anything new, in my opinion. No. Oh, okay. But just for the record, like no. LGBTQ community, you do not have to mourn this man's death if you do not want to. Um, just that, like, just like straight people don't have to mourn. No one has to mourn I mean, anybody's you know death. Yeah, yeah like, like if you don't feel like connection or you don't feel moves in some kind of way, then right, you ain't gotta. You're not, you're not uh, obligated to mourn his death. At the same time, I don't like when people have to celebrate the fact that they're not mourning somebody's death. Yeah, that's, that's all, distasteful. I saw a lot of that with XXX um, died. 
I saw everybody was like, I'm not mourning the life of an abuser. Oh, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, okay. just, it comes disrespectful at a certain point. Like, it's like, why do you have to... Rodney said, I read that article. I thought it was whack. It used Nipsey's death to make a point. Bro hasn't even been buried yet. Um, I think we're going to get plenty of that. Plenty of articles using his death to, yeah. as an angle to put their... Little two cents in. And that's that's another thing. Aside from the whole people putting out um, speculation as facts, like people just using something to like, all right, it's my chance to make this point, yeah. get some clicks. Uh, Thad said he's so sick of toxic masculinity and people defining who we should be for us. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's what he said. Um, I'm tired of toxic masculinity too. I mean, we all are. Um, we should be defining ourselves in a positive light. Basically, address your. If you see your homeboy or even a man down the street being toxic and shit, address the shit. I think that's the best way to combat that. In my yeah. opinion. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. uh, yeah, it was a long time where we didn't, just didn't talk about the shit. We did. <laughs> yeah, we did. So. But like, you just. It's an uncomfortable situation. It's an uncomfortable conversation sometimes, but you just have it. Like, it's worth it. Yeah. And don't wait till you get a daughter or some shit to, <laughs> to <laughs> fix yourself. To fix yourself. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, so R.I.P. Nipsey. Yeah, man. And uh, very you sad. Know, hopefully it goes uh, well for his family and things going forward. Real quick, did you watch that video of him and um, Lauren um, London with the quiz game? Yeah, bro. That's just so. I saw it before he passed. For real. Yeah. Now looking back on it, it's because the video is so funny. But it's I like feel so bad for her. <laughs> That's what I, was saying. I feel so bad for her. If y'all ain't seen that, it's such a delightful video, yo. That's such a funny video. They having like too much fun with each other, and then you'd be like, "Damn, this nigga's gone, though. I can't even enjoy this." I know, right? Oh, anyway, but on the other rappers, you see, you like that segue? <laughs> yeah, you getting better with them. Hey, man, you know I'm trying out here, baby. What was the worst segue? You had some terrible ass segue one time. Bro, I don't have bad segues. Anyway, they're all bad. Um. Your boy, uh, I mean, your girl, Cardi. I was, your I was, girl. About, to, I was about to say your boy, Cosby. But, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry, man. Your girl, Cardi, out here. That's definitely your girl. Drugging niggas and robbing them. It's a form of life. Um, if you haven't seen the video, which, golly, I hope you have <laughs> by now. Uh, it, was a, it was an IG Live from a few years back. Mm-hmm. She discusses the thing she had to do to uh, pay for studio time because she was saying it was so expensive and stuff like that. She said mm-hmm. that on occasion she would uh, tell tell niggas she was gonna have sex with them, take them to the room, and then drug them, and then rob them. So hmm? I'm not gonna lie, it's a little confusing. What do you mean? If they're already gonna pay you for sex, why'd you have to drug them and rob them? I guess because she want more. Okay. It's your girl, bro. Bro, I mean, like I love her, so <laughs> I know you do. I forgive all. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> No, man, so, like, is this the same thing as the Bill Cosby situation to you? Not whatsoever. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> <laughs> not, not even a little bit. Like, unless she was, which I didn't hear anything about her raping nobody. Uh, I, I agree. I didn't hear nothing about raping. I, I heard, well, I saw this one post. It, uh, apparently it was a hoax. Some dude came out and was like, I went to the hotel with, with Cardi and I woke up. There's a used condom on the floor. Nigga, I would have done the same thing. I would have I would have came out there lying too. Why would you come I out lying? the shit out of her. <laughs> I would have found some way to put me in New York at that one time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for the record, when 
sex work becomes legal, y'all leave Will alone because this nigga's gonna set Bro, you up. I will sue your ass. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, it's nothing like the Bill Cosby thing. I mean, it's kind of like it, Don't but there's no rape involved. There's no rape at all. Unless she was robbing him, then raping him. Well, people are really saying that. Was it just like a couple of dumb niggas saying this shit that didn't really care? They just wanted to stir up. What? Saying what? The the Comparing it to Bill Cosby and shit. I don't know. I've seen a couple people. I've seen a couple misguided people <laughs> comparing it to Bill Cosby. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know how like it's how niggas just reach. Yeah, like, but because like because like you're not because like you're not on the side of the Me Too movement, or like or like you just toxic in right, general. Right. So you try to equate like this shit to the Bill Cosby shit. It felt like trolls just looking for a reason to just stir some shit up. I mean, like. I mm-hmm. guess, but it's, it's some niggas is really lost. Like, some Hotep niggas is really lost. I feel like it's like two of them niggas. When they started using the hashtag surviving Cardi B. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was that. funny. That shit's stupid. Daddy has said toxic femininity. Is that a thing? Toxic yes. femininity? Yeah. yeah. I've heard some yes. people say it's a product of toxic masculinity still, though. What? Nigga, oh! I don't, listen, Give I don't. Give us some fucking credit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Damn, niggas can't be blamed for everything now. <laughs> it's all your this fault. This shit out of control. It's all your fault, bro. But yeah, bro, like that, I mean, like, I saw uh, videos online about, like, niggas just wasn't holding her accountable whatsoever, bro. I was going to say, well, what do you mean? Like, that she should be here, like. Bro, like, bro, like, I, I saw niggas saying, it's okay, Cardi, live your truth. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, yeah, you want to live your truth, but at the same time. <laughs> Like, bitch, you drug niggas around <laughs> So what should happen though? Like, if somebody comes out like right now, it's like, you bro, know. you can't believe nobody. Like, but if he has like full evidence, he, he got a picture of him and Cardi in the he room. He got a picture of himself drugged out. <laughs> How would he have a picture of himself drugged out? Because okay, let me tell you what she did. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Explain it. Explain this one. So she had a Polaroid, right? So she drugged the niggas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like some serial then, killer shit. <laughs> <laughs> she drugged him. And he was passed out. And she took like a Polaroid of herself um, taking the money out of her <laughs> with her tongue out and shit. <laughs> and, um, and she left the Polaroid on his chest. And he said, okur, okur. <laughs> you, you fucked up my joke. Bro. I was going to get there. I was going oh, to get there. But I'm glad you did because I can't do the I can't do the thing with my throat. My throat don't move like that. So that's what happened. So he he bring the Polaroid. And he's like, "This is her doing this shit." <laughs> she got me, and he had all the evidence he needs. Should she go to jail if it's still within the statute of limitations? Yes, she should. But I'm gonna tell you what. What? Toxic masculinity is gonna prevent her. From that nigga will never share that photo. Oh shit! Toxic masculinity got her back. You can't let him know he got God. Damn. Toxic masculinity got her back. But, okay, this is my serious question. No, um, and I have a similar view on Charlemagne. So, say she did this shit. Uh, well, she said she did this shit, so I guess she did it. Um, but she's like, I think we can, well, hopefully can all agree that she's not doing this shit now. I don't know, but she might be drugging her nigga offset. She might say stay in the house. That's why he came to the, the show. He was confused. Um... What should happen if she's a completely changed person at this point? Like she learned from her ways, she knew that she knew that was the wrong shit to do, and she's like better her life now. 
Okay, so I'm torn, okay. <laughs> so I was I was on Charlemagne's side hard. <laughs> yeah, you was, bro. So I said nothing should happen to Charlemagne because the rules was different back then. What? You remember I said that? Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I remember that <laughs> shit. Ooh. The rules was a little different back then. Oh no. But this is this is drugging niggas and robbing them. So so what? She going down. How is the rule? So you still believe that rules is different for Charlemagne shit? Are you off yeah. No, rules are different for Charlemagne. Why are the rules different for Charlemagne? Because it was back then. Like, he was drugging her to get the party started. And she knew about it. Remember he said she No, knew? she said she didn't know about it. <coughs> That's why we was arguing, because she didn't know about it. Hey, look, man, Cardi going to jail, bro. Cardi going to jail. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just saying, like, because like I said, the reason I say bring up Charlemagne is because... I believe he did some fuck shit back in the day. I believe it was rape, even though, even though neither one of them would say it. If you drug somebody without them knowing it, and you have sex with them, and they wake up saying, what happened? And you say, we had sex. Sounds like rape. She said, what happened? Uh, you didn't take me home after we had sex. No, nigga, that's not what he said. <laughs> Shut the fuck Don't get yourself in trouble again. <laughs> what happened last episode? I remember. Um. So, like, even though he did do that, I think right now Charlamagne is a changed person, and I see it every day that he strives to be a much better person. Mm-hmm. So, because his wife won't call it rape, and he doesn't see it as rape, I don't know what you can do in that situation. But I believe he did it, but I think he's changed now. Okay. So. So with Cardi B, she did the shit, but I think she's changed too. But how do you handle that? You think she should go to jail regardless if somebody comes out? Yeah. If somebody factually comes out. Yeah. If somebody really comes out. With the Polaroid. This is a lot of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> it's in cursive. There's <laughs> going to be a lot of niggas coming out the woodwork. Well, I mean. It might be. Ain't, ain't nobody come out yet, so. No one. Yeah. Well, like I said, it was that one dude. Um, Dad said, you, you, yeah, you go ahead and drug niggas. All you, it's all good. You got to get yours with that attitude. Okay. So she, he agreed with you. Yeah. Rodney said, you can't come out and say you paid for prostitution and then got robbed. You're a criminal, too. <laughs> Damn. What well, was it in Vegas, though? Like, he, would been, he might have been good. Vegas, even though it, it wasn't Vegas. It surely wasn't in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't disagree, man. I think she should be held accountable. Um, I don't know. We'll see if somebody come out. I feel like one person. I feel like one person will come out and try. Tons of masculinity got her back, bro. Damn. Toxic masculinity ain't gonna let no nigga say it's I got drugged by Cardi B and she instance. robbed me. Toxic masculinity saves a woman for, this, for the first time. <laughs> for the first time ever. Whew, that toxic masculinity, yeah. bro. Just in time. <laughs> <laughs> Saving black women's lives. <laughs> oh, shit, that's so dumb. So, um, so, you, so you think Cardi black now, huh? She claims she, well, she's, isn't she Afro-Caribbean or some shit like that? I thought she was just Dominican. She identifies as black. She does. The last time I checked, she identifies as black. <laughs> and you know niggas was coming for her when she was calling black women cockroaches and um oh, yeah. when she said like she even she even called herself a cockroach. She said that's like a slang she uses to insult women. She was like, I was a cockroach myself and then I turned into a butterfly and da da da. I can't explain the monkey shit. When, when do cockroaches turn into butterflies? Nigga, it don't make sense. <laughs> Half the shit that come out of her mouth don't make sense. Um, Jones said, according to Digger, one did press charges. We need to look that up. You know the name, uh-huh. Jonesy? 
If you know the name, Jones, please post it in the comments. That nigga lying. <laughs> I, I can't even believe nobody. Why you can't? I can't believe no nigga that come out. Wow. Niggas out here getting robbed and drugged. Right, and they niggas out here pulling these uh, Michael Jackson victim stunts. What? Trying to get paid. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Neverland thing? No, bro. I ain't gonna disrespect Mike like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the worst. This nigga's for all dudes. He's for all problematic men. Just for the record. Just <laughs> for the record. No, Charlamagne was saying something about... um. Was I was listening to the Breakfast Club, hmm. and oh, Envy read that a biographer from Michael Jackson said that one of the guys who came out couldn't have gotten raped by Michael Jackson on the train or some shit like that. He said, "Why not? Because the train wasn't built at the time." He said it was. Oh wow! Yeah. So I don't know how true that is, mm. but. Niggas lied once before, so we don't know if they lied. They, they did say he was he didn't do it before, so that's a lie. And then they said, like, no, I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not saying this either way. I'm just saying they claimed that they were. They thought they were having like a love affair with Michael before, so they didn't want to get him in trouble when they were first on the on the stand or whatever. And then they came back and was like, no, that shit actually happened. I don't know. You mean after a check got cut? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you um, look at him off. It's okay. Did you <laughs> did you say your point about hypocrisy and liberals regarding the whole Cardi B? Or did we already say that? Like pretty much, bro. Like I mean, like it's like the same people who like are so like on the side of like getting uh, making sure men are held accountable for their like bad actions, hmm. which is the left. Um, <clears throat> making sure. Toxic masculinity is no longer a thing. Make sure patriarchy is no longer a thing. Are the same people who are like, not necessarily, you know, going in for Cardi, but just like not addressing the issue is what it is. Is it that they're not addressing the issue? Do they see it as he was a woman who was poor and trying to make it in the music industry and went by desperate measures to do so? Shouldn't you um, still be able to see that she fucking did something wrong? Yeah, you should, absolutely. I just see, well, I, for a lot of voices I hear are saying that we don't put men on blast in the rap industry who talk about rapping, about, you know, drug, not drugging, but robbing and killing dudes all the time. But we're putting Cardi on blast. Because we got proof she did it. I think that's the main thing. Like, <laughs> I think, not to say like, that like, this is not dudes, the song, this is not a lyric. Not to say that these rap dudes never done anything crazy, I'm but. I'm sure they have. Yeah, but like. Rap hip hop is known for just like saying shit. Well, and this ain't saying. This seem like saying shit. No, it didn't. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Just see what you think. But May 12th, Mother's Day, Cardi B will be Colonial Life Arena. <laughs> I will not be going because I do not support date rape. Is <laughs> that right? Next topic. Hurry up. No, really, tickets are too high. Um, <laughs> You're supposed to do anything for the person's birthday who's coming up, but I guess we're not doing that. Nope, sure ain't. <laughs> well, I tell you are. Well, you trying to get me, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, on the Justice Smilet. Smilet. <laughs> I don't even know why we on this topic. I just wanted to address some things. You just wanted to troll. No, to no, troll I, me. I definitely don't want to troll you. I know how much you love Jesse. I don't Stop. mean to interfere with 
This has been the biggest waste of time. <laughs> I want something to happen one way or the other. Something didn't happen. The got dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Yeah, it was a big circle jerk where nobody busted up. <laughs> everybody just go home. Bro, everybody was just, what's, hold on, what's it called when you, uh, edging? <laughs> everybody's just edging themselves. Everybody's edging the next dude. For no reason. <laughs> For no reason, bro. Just to go home frustrated. <laughs> bro, this is a waste of time. This nigga's name is, according to Chris Rock, this nigga's name is Jesse now. Oh, boy. And I think that fits perfectly for wasting our damn time. I mean, so the charges getting dropped don't change your opinion as far as... Nope. Did you believe him initially? I can't remember. I didn't give a shit. You didn't care about hate crimes? No. If, that, if, if that's how you want to put it, then. <laughs> just act. No, just say it. <laughs> how you want to put what it. What did you care about? You don't care about hate crimes? That was, most, that was meant to be a continued question. <laughs> you didn't care about the hate crime or you didn't care about Jesse himself? I cared about justice. Like, I did not care sense. about Jesse whatsoever. Mm-hmm. If it was like a, if it was like a a, a, a gay dude getting beat up and getting what was it bleach or whatever poured on him and called him nigger and <laughs> all this unbelievable shit that niggas carry on the streets. Listen, I was. I honestly, I was like, nah, bro, that shit might have happened. Because I know crazy shit happened. Like, we live in crazy times. Like, I wouldn't be in disbelief if it did happen. But see, you think the police originally was going to prosecute the brothers. Said, oh, shit, Jesse was working with these niggas. Now, where we at? Is it that they don't have enough evidence to proceed either way? No, I'm going to tell you what happened. Or is it? Okay. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Go ahead, go ahead, tell me. Because this is the only reason I have an issue is because... A lot of people act like the charges getting dropped was because they didn't have enough evidence or whatever. Okay. That's not what the fuck happened. The man took an alternative to prosecution, which essentially is when you... Because a good prosecutor doesn't necessarily want to see you do jail time. They just want to make sure like justice gets served in some, some way or form or fashion. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he did, like I think, 16 to 18 community service hours with this um local... um Not local, but the social justice program. I believe it was Jesse... Um, Jesse Jackson's social justice program. Uh, I think it's called Rainbow Push or something like that. Mm-hmm. He did community service for them, and he forfeited his $10,000 bond uh, to the city, which he would have gotten back for getting out of jail. And um, and, they, and then the prosecution dropped the charges. They that, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. The prosecution literally said if he didn't do those things, they would have went forward with the investigation and it would have went to trial. <laughs> that's exactly what happened, bro. And that's why the, the whole, um, you know... So I can believe that he's guilty. I have every reason to believe that he's guilty myself. I would not blame him if you thought the same thing. Um, it's just way too much evidence against them. It doesn't make sense. And then all that, when you factor in all that stuff, that's my only problem is people acting like the charges getting dropped is, is saying that he's innocent. And it's like, no, bro. You, yeah, I didn't know why the charges got dropped. I hadn't read further into it. And it's a whole, like, muddled way the way they put it. Um... Because the his his um attorney was like he didn't take a um it's another word it's because alternative prosecution is an umbrella term it's different things you can do within that mm-hmm. and it was like no nah, no nah, it's not this it's not that but it's, a, it's basically that's what happened he just fulfilled certain obligations he took a plea deal in a way but I guess you could but say he didn't that. have to say he was guilty yeah basically he just had to do those things and then they dropped the charges so. I feel like I did not, and see, I'm in the mix. I'm, I don't know if you agree with this. 
I didn't want him to go to jail for no 16 felonies and shit. <laughs> Why are you looking like you didn't care? <laughs> when you want him to go to jail? I want justice served for 16 felonies. If you did some dumb shit like, if you did something this stupid, you should deserve every bit of time you get. I don't know about that, bro. I can't say 16 felonies. Was it? He was facing 60 years, wasn't he? <laughs> this nigga don't need to go to jail for 60 years over a dumbass lie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man, come on man. You want a black man to go to jail? They light skin. He like he don't care, <laughs> bro. If you do something this stupid, you deserve to get a few years. I don't even know. I think what's the name off of? I don't even agree with TMZ like that. But um, what's the dude that heads TMZ? The white dude. Harvey. Yeah, he was like, what should have happened is he should have just like took a plea deal, did like a gang of like you know two hundred something community service hours. Been on probation for like a couple of years, and then like that, that, let that be it. Like that's why I agree with that. I don't think the man should have did jail time. You wasted so many resources, but it's so not, much police work. They but, could be out here shooting kids in South South South, okay. South, South Side of Chicago. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing any. <laughs> I'm not doing any of this. <laughs> And it's not like Chicago is known for like a, their police force being. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hardest in niggas work. <laughs> like <laughs> all that crime they got on the south side, Bruh, they worry about all justice. That all them unsolved murders, but this is the shit that, that got them riled up. Did you know they suing them for like one hundred and thirty million or something like that? Who? One hundred thirty thousand. I'm sorry, I might be this, outrageous. This, this, this city, Chicago. <laughs> the, yeah, bro. They ain't better pay that shit. <laughs> I feel like he already, and that's the whole thing, man. He already blackballed, bro. Like, he don't even do no job. He already, I don't see that man getting no work, no con, no time soon. Yes, he will. Where? Who going? Who going to hire him? I'll tell you why after we get off air. No, nah, bro, go ahead and say it on camera. Nah, bro, he, he good. Let's see. Jesse going to be out here working. He might take about six months off, but he going to be out here working. For who? Tyler Perry or somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Tyler Perry need to be done. He need to. <laughs> why you hate no Tyler? You still have watching Medea movies, bro? Bro, I love Medea movies, man. You can even look nobody in the eye when you see. <laughs> Nigga, stomach hurt after saying that. Shit. <laughs> you gonna see? You already seen the your funeral? What is it? Medea's funeral or something like that? Medea dies? No, she don't die. She somebody's funeral it is, and she oh. gotta help plan the plan the shit. I oh. wish she would. I wish she would die. <laughs> I wish. Medea's done a lot of good for a lot of people. A lot of black people. Mm. A lot like, of jobs, boy. Like Spike, said, like Spike said, coonery and buffoonery. Okay, he ain't got no room to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Black Clansman got an Oscar. You can't tell him nothing. That's all he wanted to, bro. <laughs> that is all he wanted. Sold his soul. He sold his soul. <laughs> all these years, he was doing it the right way. And he was no, like, I don't even believe that, but. The movie wasn't good. <laughs> it was good. No, the movie was good. It was all right, man. It, it wasn't Oscar worthy enough. It wasn't that. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. Look, brother, we got to stop. We got to stop equating our, oh, work, next our value to these white awards. Next man. question. I wish I had some Malcolm X glasses so I could. So you could disrespect. Your <laughs> you could disrespect the greats like that. <laughs> like you've already done so far. Oh, are we on? Are we on movie reviews now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you going conspiracies and shit. <laughs> All right, so let's all right, so let's do first thoughts. All right, so did you like the movie? 
enjoyed the movie for the most part, yes. All right, what would you get on a, on a one to ten? I hate when you do this, man. <laughs> Damn. I need to do it, man. One to ten. I got to have it. <sighs> I give it a solid 8.5. Okay. All right, baby. We in the same room. We in the same room. We in the same room. I gave it 8.5 also. For real? Yeah. What stopped it from nine, tennis? It wasn't as, it didn't. It wasn't as engaging. Listen, we so talk, what are we talking about? We talking about us, y'all. Oh, we talking. <laughs> <laughs> we just have an inside conversation. <laughs> Whoops! We just right. talking like almost. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go back and edit it. <laughs> <laughs> right, we, we gotta start the whole conversation over again. All right, so me and Michael both went to go see the movie Us <laughs> since its release. The movie did great at the box office. The movie did amazing at the box yeah. office. Seventy million its first weekend. Yeah, Mike, what did you think about the movie? What would you give it on a scale of one to ten? It's so fabricated. <laughs> uh, I would give it an eight point five. Wow, I agree with your opinion. What? I would give it an eight point five as well. Crazy. What were the things that prevented you from giving it a ten out of ten? <laughs> it's like a terrible robot. I know, right? Um, I would say, um, well, I had a real big problem with the ending. Hold on oh, one second. Hold on. Okay. All right. What was the best part of the movie, too? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. How funny the movie was, first and foremost. The movie was funny as hell to me, anyway. Um, I loved Lapita. I mean, you know, that's my baby. I I talked to her before she even started filming, and I was like, you know, get out there, show you, you know, show yourself. And um, she just that I loved how the, the woman had a very dominant role. I think. That was like reinforced through certain subtleties. I didn't like, know that it was gonna be like that when I first saw the movie. I didn't. I didn't know either. <coughs> like I knew she was gonna be like a good chunk of it, but like, nah, bro. I thought, yeah, she was. She was the star. She literally. Well, we gonna get to the little subtleties or whatever. Yeah. Lapita was great. Her acting was on point, especially as Red. Um. I, I, I like, apologize for that voice. I don't even wanna get mad. That about voice that. was dope. The ma- bro, it didn't even sound like I thought that they messed with um some you know did some audio engineering with her voice or something like that but that was all her. Yeah. Um, I like <laughs> this. Is gonna sound terrible. I love my white friends. I love all y'all in here. I'm glad the white family got killed. I love how the they didn't. Get I love how they didn't dance around. <laughs> Yo, the white people's going out. <laughs> like <laughs> the white people. Them niggas ain't playing around, and that's kind of a problem I had with the movie. With the white family though. And he just came in the house and says, Yah! <laughs> Y'all out. Um, <laughs> but um, more than anything, I just like the movie was just very, very unique thriller, uh, horror movie. I didn't find it particularly scary. I don't know if you did. No, no. I don't think it was meant to be somewhat scary. Just suspense. But uh, it was pretty good. But what was your favorite part? My favorite part was the white family dying. <laughs> the way they died. <laughs> Right now, one of my favorite parts was the was the white zombie version of the. Of the oh, dude. you know that was Tim off of Tim and Eric. You remember Tim and Eric on Cartoon Network? No. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I was gonna have a moment, but guess not. <laughs> Moving on. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, he was pretty funny. The, the zombie version of him. Was yeah, he was funny. hilarious. <laughs> um, I I did like a I did like a lot of the subtleties of the movie. Mm. Um, Lupita was on point. Uh. The one thing I like was the interaction between the boy and his, the the young child. Oh, spoiler alert! This, we we should have said that spoiled. earlier. I put y'all should have been saw the movie by now. Hopefully, you're not mad at us, but yeah, spoilers yeah. everywhere. It was a connection the young boy had with his other, 
Oh, you like that part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you like that part? No, I mean, what what made it stand out <laughs> to you? It was the fact that, like, they were really tethered. Yeah, Instead yeah. of the other, the other ones were, they was fucking each other up. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I like the lighting and stuff. I thought the lighting was pretty good. It's as strange as that sounds. Like, <laughs> it's a strange point, but I got. Yeah, you. like Leo, like the the lighting was great. Mm-hmm. So, but I like the little little small comedy parts. Yeah, that was what's the name? I, I, I call him Mbaku. I keep forgetting his real name. <laughs> Winston. Winston. There you go. Yeah. Um, all the women is thirsting over him hardcore right now, by the way. Really? That nigga got a dad bod for real, bro. <laughs> he do. That nigga's dad bodded up. Dad bod, team dad bod. Especially <laughs> when he sat on that bed and shit. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> that show was so funny. That nigga thought he was about to get some pussy. That's how you be feeling, though. That's how you be feeling. So all shit the kids' bed, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, all right, so what you hate about the movie? I didn't really hate anything. Um... I thought some stuff could have been done a little better, mm-hmm. especially like um, the. I still don't understand the point of the hands around the world thing. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. What do you get so I can wake you up to what's really going on? You might have to just wake me up because it, <laughs> it seemed like pointless. Like, it seemed like a it seemed like a part of the story that just didn't develop. As much as I wanted it to. What do you mean? I don't know, man. Like, I wanted it to be some, like, awesome moment where, like, the niggas held hands and then, like, the world split in two and some shit. I don't know about the world split in two. You just want to rewrite, rewrite the whole movie. <laughs> That's what you want to do. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just seemed, like, a little unfinished. But um, maybe it's because I'm just a dumb nigga. But, uh, no, I wasn't going to say it out loud. But... <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I, I didn't have much I didn't like about the movie at all. Mm. Cause I'm not Siskel and Ebert like your ass. Siskel not. and Ebert. Yeah, bro, like your ass. Is you about said to be. Ebert or Robert. You could have made a little nah, bit more nah, recent. No, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> you um, do you feel like it had like deeper meetings? Like everybody was. Oh yeah. The ten thousand was was some deeper. Some of the deeper meetings. Well, I thought it was okay. So before I heard Jordan Peele talk about it, because mm. he shows enough just gave gave. I away. hate that. I do hate that he did that. Shit. Yeah. Before I saw that, I thought it was uh, uh, it was kind of showing both sides of us and how we deal with technology. Because as strange as it sounds, I, I equated the eleven eleven to like code, even though there should have been a zero in there. <laughs> Are you talking about like binary code or something? Yeah. Oh, one zero. Yeah. Uh, y'all niggas, I assume. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so like it was like the way we present ourselves on social media. Versus our actual selves, like the things we really deal with. Ah. Things are really, you know, not dealt with dealt with well or in a healthy manner. Mm. But we show this outward appearance like everything is fine. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. That can apply. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, he did explain it to where, like, it was just, you know, how right. people, you know, kind of don't deal with their, right. you know, de- deal with their self in a healthy manner. Um, but it was that... Um, the fact that uh, you are not defined by where you come from, or you know your 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 life is not written mm-hmm. in a way, you know I thought that was a good storyline, a good little bubble in there. Hmm. Um, you know that was with you know uh, uh, Red and Red Adelaide. Red Adelaide, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Shaka said, apparently there was a post credit scene. Did you know that? Did you watch the post credit? No, bro, I'm about to be pissed off. 
Shock, I hope you lying, bro. What was give us? Well, I don't even want you to say it. I want to go back to the movies and watch the shit. Well, I ain't going back there. I ain't noticed anybody told me it's gonna be. Let me, let me, man, let me, let me fact check this motherfucker. I know. Shock, if you lying, we're gonna come for your ass, bro. Um, I can see that. I can see what you're oh, talking about. That's real, sweetheart. It's what? Oh, you go to Go ahead, talk. We can't just sit there <laughs> silent. I was thinking, waiting for the, the play or something. Um, what's I gonna make? Point line I gonna make? I think um, I think people were kind of making some things deeper than they were supposed to be. Cause I think everybody wanted to be super super deep, like Get Out, which I don't even think Get Out was super super deep. I feel like it was pretty straightforward, but it definitely had some messages. Um, what's I gonna say? Some deeper meanings. Duality, there of course, is a theme throughout. Um, I gotta think more on the deeper meanings. I did want to. I, I forgot to mention the stuff I didn't like about the movie. Oh, that nigga lying, bro. I ain't got no post credits. Shock, shock, we pulling up to your house. We, what we gonna do? We, are we shooting? Can't do that. Okay. Well, we Niggas shoot. just die off shooting. We gonna egg, egg, egg the shit out your house, bro. Gonna bust your tires. <clears throat> yeah, I can do that all day. So shit, I didn't like about the movie. Did not fucking like how fucking Red died at all. Um, you know, at the end of the movie when, like, Adelaide is, well, you know they switch away, but Adelaide's trying to kill her, hit her or whatever with the little poker. Yeah. And Red is, like, dancing circles around this thing. She's pop-locking and shit yeah. all around her. And then the last time she comes out the corner to try to stab her, the nigga gets her. And, like, she don't try to dodge or shit or nothing. She just goes straight at her and gets stabbed. Like, you wouldn't expect her to turn around and try to stab your ass with the... Okay, so hold up. So, I remember that scene. Which way was Red facing? Red was facing... Adelaide was... Adelaide's back was to her, and she was coming up on her from behind. And Adelaide was sitting here trying to find out where she was. And so Red came behind her, and then just turned around and stabbed her in the, in the chest. Remember? Okay. Now, I can't fully remember, but I thought there was a scene... I might be making all this shit up in my head. Just like niggas. But shut up. Shut up. <laughs> but I feel like there was a scene where like the old Red or Adelaide, you know, that the original one. The original Adelaide? Yeah. Uh-huh. Was like hiding somewhere in that room. In the down in the underground place? Yeah. Hiding where? Somewhere in that bunker. In somewhere where all the beds were. I don't remember anything about her hiding anywhere. I remember she got handcuffed to the chair, the um bed, when she first got put down there. <coughs> Never mind. I might be thinking of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alternative facts. Yeah, bro. <laughs> this nigga well, well, I'm going to say this. To, to make it make sense, I'm going to say that the original Adelaide would play down there in those beds. And so she knew where Red was going to be popping out of. And so she was like. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so she's like, oh, ass shit, up. I got this nigga. Shut up. <laughs> I bet you it's explained. Like, you got to just look deep enough. Bro, I think it's just she had to die. But at that time, for plot reasons. That's terrible. If that's. If that's why they did it, it's terribly done. I think that's what that's the that's my like. She it's not like she couldn't have died, but like I think it was terribly written for her to, the way she died. Um, I think it was just because there ain't no way in the world this nigga's just dancing like she 
That nigga was getting it. This nigga was killing like chopping her in the crotch and shit with the damn scissors. Like she was good. And then she's gonna come out of the corner like, ah and then just get stabbed like, oh, you got me. Like, what? That shit drove me crazy. He be hanging, bro. <laughs> I, I know Jordan explained it. I know Jordan did it properly. I ran out of ideas of how she would die, so I just kind of finagle it. She was fucking that chick up, <laughs> She though. was fucking her up the whole time, bro. She was good. <laughs> fucking the shit out of her. And then she killed her. That didn't make sense. Um, Shocker said he Rick rolled us. We're going to beat your ass, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, that shit got on my nerves. Uh, also, some other stuff didn't make sense. Um, I think it was very... <laughs> The way Red kept taking her time, like I know she said she wouldn't take their time and okay. shit, but like them niggas was taking way too much time to kill the damn family. I didn't understand why Mbaku's um, tether took him on the boat in the middle of the damn lake just to kill him. Like when he could have killed him and then just did. Like what was the whole point of him taking him on that boat? I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying it didn't make any sense. I don't know. That was the whole point of that journey. But I feel like it was the same thing with the daughter. It's like, I'm going to give you a chance to run. But he didn't give him a chance oh, to run. Yeah, he, he knocked him out and him. put him on the boat. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's going to let the nigga drown. Like, maybe he... I mean, like, what's what's wrong with that? Let the nigga drown? Like, what's wrong with letting the nigga drown? Like, is drown not a suitable death anymore? You said when you knocked him out, you didn't just throw him in the water so he could drown in the water? Bro, that was close to the shore. Like, you don't know what the kind of time I was from the boat <laughs> leaving the dock to this nigga waking up in the bag. So why are you driving so far that he could wake up? <laughs> uh, it, bro, bro, bro could have woke up real quick. You never know. He <laughs> was in the middle of the ocean. Not the ocean, but the fucking lake. The daughter is the only one that made sense. Because she seemed like she was playing with her prey and shit. That was the only one that really made sense to me. But like the whole other Maybe shit. like the nigga had like a little like a little fish scanner. You know, the fish scanner show you the depth of the water up under there. He was like, oh shit. I got to drive out I further. Gotta go. I got to go a little bit further. I got to go further. This nigga like 6'4". <laughs> This nigga like ticks phone. He, he, like, he said, "How does me?" <laughs> he said, "Nigga, I can survive in this." So. Shut your ass up. Oh, that shit didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. Um, but yeah, man. Overall, also okay. So did they say that the government controlled the tethered people? Because I think they said it, but that was very know. vague on how they were using them to control. Yeah, I didn't. That's just like. And I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of that whole, like, this character has to give the whole exposition of what happened mm-hmm. in this one moment. I think you should write it into the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ronnie said the white family was chopping themselves like the sous chef. <laughs> That's right, boy. I love that shit. <laughs> Did you hear the theory about the sun possibly being switched as well? Yeah, I heard that. What do you think about that? I don't, it seems like a stretch, but uh, I mean, it. You you really should watch the movie more than once. Like mm. I think it's got a lot of layers in it to where you need to watch the movie more than once. Okay. But I don't know how the sun switch thing could be a thing. Somebody said you know the girl the daughter mentions that he was lost the year before. Yeah. And the little boy got the burnt face. And I don't know. The son don't. The son doesn't really talk much, does he? He doesn't talk a whole lot. Yeah. But like the fact that he would forget about the thing, the closet last year, and how he got stuck there before. Mm-hmm. Um, and the goal was like um, the fact that he could still control his tethered person. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that him and um his mom, like he keeps putting on a mask or whatever, and him and his mom had like a moment, 
in the car. You know, at the end of the movie, they had like the moment they, she looks at him, like smiling at him. Yeah. When he, which I thought initially, like maybe he just realized she was a tethered, but then maybe it was like, no, this is our. And then also, the, the mom and son have a special connection throughout the whole movie. Yeah. It was a really poignant scene that seemed harmless at first, but like when she's sitting the kids to bed, when she tells the daughter, like, go to bed, like, mm-hmm. turn the phone off, she don't hug her, she don't kiss her, none, none of that shit. But she has like a whole moment with her son. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, okay, I could lead to that theory as well. I guess. <laughs> but how would the. But how would the mom know that the son is a tether? She's the one that switched them, is what people are saying. She's the one that switched them? Yeah. So she went back down there. That's what people are saying. That's a lot. It's a lot that's not implied in the movie. For a nigga to escape some shit like that? <laughs> and that's why I'm getting to like plot holes of like, because I think Jonesy said, um, why couldn't she just walk back up the stairs after she got switched herself? Like, would she just walk back up the stairs? <laughs> I was like, she's got handcuffed to the bed. I don't know how how long she was handcuffed to the bed. That's a good point. Why could she just go? <laughs> like oh. a bitch. <laughs> niggas ruined the movie for you and shit. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's like a one way door. Like a one way door. <laughs> How'd she get out of it? <laughs> I don't know. The niggas found another way. It was, she, was, she was small, so she could fit through the air vent at first. Yeah. And then. <laughs> So you can't think too much about this shit. Oh, why y'all niggas got to be niggas? Why y'all niggas got to be smart? Uh, Shaka said. Shaka said she probably intended to die. While the kid wasn't trying to get out of the locker. Doesn't make sense. I bet Red and the kid had some dialogue. And then she had she hit him in the locker. The Red Knight Society and Get Out is the government and us. The Red Knight Society. The Red Is that what they call themselves? No, she said she said the Red Knight Society and Get Out. What was the Red Knight Society and Get Out? I can't I remember know, this shit, man. Y'all trying to make too many connections. We these niggas, to, these niggas are studying for real. We trying to watch a simple ass movie and take our ass home. Um Is that the white people who took over black bodies and shit? We're going to come out to that. We'll get a whole nother episode later. This thing bringing up some shit about King Arthur, nigga. This is some Ku Klux Klan shit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so the Ku Klux Klan, no, I'm just playing. Um, we're going to come out. That's going to be a whole nother episode. We're going to get shock on the show so he can explain whatever the fuck he's talking about. But you already tricked us one time. We shouldn't even believe in your ass in the first place. I know, right? I'm up there giving us the okie doke. Exactly. Um, on our show. Yeah, man, so... Movie was good. Mm. What do you think the little boy being tethered to himself, like really being tethered to himself, really meant? I felt like so. I thought that was a plot hole because I was like, why can he control his tether sometimes? <coughs> like, how does that whole thing work? How can they control people sometimes and sometimes they can't? Well, see, I thought they represented like the the innocence of the boy, like still like not being completely one way or the other. You know what I mean? That's fine, but I'm saying if they're tethered, though, if they have to mimic the whole people above ground's actions, period, how does that whole thing work? Does it work sometimes? Do they have to be intentional about it? I think it works up to a certain point. I think, like, Red and them said they 
I don't know if she said it, but they learn how to somewhat be free, right? To think for themselves. So, yeah, so it's like, what are the laws of that shit? Like, can he just change that shit as he wants <laughs> with the writing? I think they had certain, I don't know, nigga. <laughs> Y'all niggas can't just enjoy nothing. No. <laughs> all white folk can. He said all white folk can get out have red arms. Red alchemist society. We gonna, I'm not listening to Alchemist Saka no more because he be lying and shit. But um, yeah, that's the thing, man. I don't know if that's a plot hole. I don't know if it's, we just didn't get how it works completely. I don't know. Did you feel like you said you didn't feel like the movie? You felt like people was tearing the movie apart. From what I saw, yeah, people were disappointed by the ending. Mm. Which I really had no problem with the ending. Maybe the death scene, because now that's been pointed out to me. <laughs> Nothing niggas will ruin your fun. But, like, I mean, even though you saw the reveal coming, mm-hmm. like, I had no problem with it because I thought, like, they, they, uh, they planned it well as far as, like, how they had the girl acting throughout the movie, how Adelaide acted, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you would think, like, you know, um, Adelaide saying, "No, I don't go. I don't want to go back out to the beach." You know, mm-hmm. you think that was because she got lost down there as a kid, but no, she don't want to go back down to that damn place. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that all makes sense. Um, oh, what was the bloody nigga doing on the beach when Jason? He was the first one to start the Hands Across America tethered shit because he killed his dude. Remember when they when they were going to the beach, and she saw the old dude that she saw as a kid. Oh, that yeah. was that was that. Okay. Yeah, so he was the first one to initiate the whole. He's the eleven eleven dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's just standing there waiting for the other people to join him, holding hands and shit. That's creepy as fuck. <laughs> I know, right? I caught on that right away. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Speaking of the hands across America shit, so at the end of the movie, they kill their tether, or whatever, and they drive off to live happy ever after. I assume I like, everybody kills their tether, right? That's the premise. Obviously not, because the tether are like layered all across the whole fucking country. Yeah. So I was like, where are they going? Like the whole <laughs> it's an apocalypse. <laughs> Where y'all going? Like, what's the next step? Is it the apocalypse? I think. Well, I think that's that whole Bible verse, um, the eleven eleven Jeremiah thing, is the um, it's basically a, a Bible verse that talks about the apocalypse, basically. Let me see. You can look it up. Yeah. I don't believe you. I know you secular. I ain't shocker, man. I ain't gonna lie to you and shit. What's up, Xavier? Um. So like, but you, you see them driving in the car. You they pan out and you see the whole country like yeah. nationwide. So I was like, where the fuck are they going? Like, are y'all going to? But therefore, thus saith, saith unto the Lord, saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Yeah. Basically, like y'all niggas are doomed. I'm not gonna help you. Boom. But when, but wouldn't the evil be the underground people? Wouldn't mm-hmm. they be the tethered? So why I mean, would you say it's an apocalypse? Like, well, it's an apocalypse, apocalypse for, for the, on the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. But not for them necessarily. Yeah, it's a new beginning for them, I guess. To just stand in the sun and hold hands. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the whole. I don't know what their next plan is. Not that the movie has to answer all that. I'm just saying it was just funny that they were getting in the car and like, oh, it's finally over. It's like everybody's dead. Like, what are you? I was like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess they're tethered or dead, so they can act as I guess. fake as they want. To. But apparently, other people's tethered will attack other over according to the white people. Other people's tethered will attack others as well. According to the white people, 
the the white families they tell it was attacking the um, black family. Remember? Oh, well because they knew the niggas wasn't in red. Like that's, that's what I'm wondering. Like when they drive, when they they, they better get some red suits out that motherfucker <laughs> and just stand in line and blend in and start like yelling at each other <laughs> and just get uncomfortable and shit. When they start slacking, they be looking like because <laughs> 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 straight up, we better get some red suits, bro. <laughs> Oh boy! Anyway, yeah, it's a good movie. Check it out. Um, yeah. It just—I think you got some problems. You might need to see multiple times. You might need to. I think the problems that they see <laughs> is uh, I use I use the air quotes poorly. <laughs> 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 Who are we talking about? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I I think you do need to see it multiple times because mm. I obviously missed things. <laughs> see, we probably went to sleep in the shit like you'd be doing. No, I didn't. I don't know anybody that'll verify. This nigga Will sleeps in every movie, y'all. No, I don't, bro. Did you sleep in um, Infinity War? No. That would be disrespectful. That would be what? disrespectful. What's the last movie you was like knocked out at? Oh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, what is this shit? That motherfucker curled up. He was like, man, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that shit was horrible. <laughs> um, So, yeah, man. Oh, man. Don't watch bad movies. Don't mess. I don't even. There's a wealth of a movie. I didn't even think it was bad. It was just. Unnecessary. No, I was talking about Captain Marvel. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> I apologize. It was bad. <laughs> All right, real quick. You want to talk about this mom shit? Oh, yeah. All right, so. <laughs> you get excited. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, white death. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, if you saw us, you likely saw the trailer for Ma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a story of, it's, it's a horror suspense story. About uh, a black lady who lets his kids start using her basement as like a little party hangout spot. Hmm. And I don't know if some shit happened in her past where she's like scorned or whatever. But uh, she ends up turning out to be crazy. <laughs> and she starts killing little white children. <laughs> now, I enjoyed seeing a strong black villain. Mm. <coughs> um, I'll word it like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that part of it. But uh, at the same time, like it seems like movies and certain shows and things like that, it, they kind of like aim to push this racial divide, like, mm-hmm. like, like it's a selling point now. <laughs> like, oh shit, we gonna get them to see it because we gonna get them to see it because, and all these things are gonna be pitted against each other. <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Like, you think that's because we had to talk about something else. I forgot what that a was. A while back, but yeah, it was something along the lines of like that was just meant to make black folk and white folk a little more tense towards each other. See, I don't know if it's so much that or as racial tension is like a popping topic right now. So we just going to get on board with the popping topic for the moment. Isn't that still just as bad? Like, I think it's just as bad, but it's not. It's just the intention isn't the same, I think. I think the uh, results can be the same, but the intention... Isn't necessarily the same, and a lot of people say like you know the result, the the impact is always more important than intention. I don't know if I always agree with that because you can say something that's offensive to somebody that's just a part of your normal vocabulary yeah. and not know it offends people. So I don't know if that's movie. I think I can see where you're coming from. More than anything, I think it's um meant to catch you off guard because I told Octavia Butler by the way is the is the villain in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the way the trailer starts out, I was like, because they're just like sitting in front of a convenience store, and actually she looks like a like a little older woman, 
who's like just trying to get home. She like she's like probably low income. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably got kids that's grown and left her by now. Like, so she's probably just a lonely person. And they trying to get her to buy her um, buy them beer because they too yeah. young. And she's like, no, no, thank you. Y'all do whatever. They're like, please, please, please. And she's like, all right, I guess. <sighs> and um, but I tell you, this trailer caught me off guard. I love when stuff can actually catch me off guard because you know what's time with these movies these days. You see stuff coming a mile away. And so she buys a beer or whatever, and then next thing you know, she says, "Well, you guys want to, you know, party in my basement? Just don't be too crazy, but you can have fun." And so they got a new spot to hang out at. Yeah, boy. And, you know, oh, Miss Ma is cool. Da da da. And then I think something happens where she's recording one of their boyfriends passed out drunk or some shit. Was it one of their boyfriends? No, I thought she got like all of them motherfuckers together. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got did them all she, passed out. She put out. the black boy in white face. Did she really? She did. I don't remember that part. She put the black boy in white face. <laughs> I don't remember that part. But like, all of a sudden, it's just like, oh shit, what, is, what kind of movie is this? So I feel like it was more than anything, like, this is a, the least suspecting killer you would ever expect to do something. And if you didn't watch this trailer, just watch the trailer. You'll see what I'm talking about. So I don't know if it's so much that. I think it thrives. I think it's going to succeed in people viewing it because of that. Yeah. But I don't know if it, the point is to like the drive up racial tensions. I don't think so. I think it will. I think it'll do it for some people, like you know, they like just want to pick and pick shit. The people that's already prone to be, be mad about. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I think it'll do that, but like, do I think it's meant to do that? No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I think it looks like it just looks like a really good movie. Exactly. Um, and then, like, it's just, just like the least suspecting. Like, he's got this older looking black woman killing a white kid. Is it rated R? I hope it's rated R. You know, it's probably rated PG 13. I'm going to be upset if it's rated PG 13. Yeah. I want an R rated, like, I want her chopping limbs off Dexter style. Like, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I like seeing her run over the little white children. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. She's playing frog with these niggas. <laughs> it's rated R, too. Well, it's not about to be <clears throat> so, are you going to see it? Hell yeah, we're going to see it. we going to see it. We're going to see it with Greg? Yes, yes, especially with Greg. I want to see Greg's reaction. No, not my brethren. I still ain't <laughs> my brethren. I said like Greg lived down when uh, we was watching the Penny War and he heard the damn African drums and he was He's oh Here <laughs> we go back to Wakanda land or whatever you, you people call it. <laughs> Do you think I mean you gonna you think it's gonna be pretty good? I don't know. I don't think it'll be good. You don't think it'll be good? I hope it's good. You think it's gonna be like the popcorn, like just get some money and just to watch some people die? Yeah, I do. It's anti climatic ending. Yeah. They're going to be trapped in some basement or something, and they're going to have to get out. And but I'm going to enjoy seeing her kill white children. <laughs> they got the post with her have blood all over her face and shit, bro. Bro, that's a gangster. It's going to be good, bro. Which one does it come out? May. Bro, look at her face. She got the bejeweled hat on with blood. Bro, on she looks like somebody's mama, bro. <laughs> blood on her face. Yeah, man, we're going to see it. We're going to review it for y'all. Don't worry. But I mean, yeah, let us know what y'all think. If y'all think it's just a ploy to make black and white people hate each other. I don't think, I, I think it's just, that's just a popping topic. 
It's been the popping topic forever. And as long as we keep talking about it, we're going to keep having stuff like this. It's just like how you have a new article on racism every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Saying the same thing that's been said a thousand times. But. <coughs> All right. So, Black Business shout out this week. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, Miss Christy Ramos. Uh, she's a hairdresser specializing in curls. Specializing. Uh, recovering people's curls, wearing your hair natural, getting the most bounce out of them. Yes. Uh, my, my daughter's mixed, so I've been looking at it heavy. <laughs> um, trying to, you know, figure out what we can do to get her curls super popping mm. uh, like this young lady's is. Um, you can catch her on Instagram. Sunflowers and scissors. Mm. Uh, no crazy spellers, just sunflowers and scissors. Um, she has a lot of videos that show, you know, like hair restorations and styling she's done. Um, it's really dope, uh, especially for, you know, this area. Because, you know, like somebody specializing in curls like that right. is uh, kind of rare. Um, she calls herself the fairy curl mother. Um, uh-huh. So it's Miss Christy Ramos. She's located at 4400. Jack, Fort Jackson Boulevard, Suite 800. Um, you can also catch her at sunflowersandscissors.com uh, slash curlfriend411. Um, check Curl her out. Life. She's got a dope page. Um, I think one of these things, she's going to be going to California soon. Um, my homegirl was telling me she's like booked up for months in advance. For real? Yeah. Super popular. Bro, like curls are hard. Are they really? Are Curls they? are fucking hard. Have you tried it with Mackenzie or something? Bro, like, I'm... Well, I also heard that she, her prices are a bit high for the specialty. It's like a specialty she does, so... But it's worth it, though. Yeah, it is worth it. So I might do that for her birthday or something like that. Okay. Go ahead and be one of the dads <clears throat> do, do their daughter's head on um, YouTube. No, nah, bro, I'm yeah. straight. I can't do that shit, and I'm not going to front. I'm not going to, like... Let mom have already snatched the ponytail up, and I'm going to just brush it. Right. I'm going to put the brush on it. I right, give, give it to me. Give it to me. Put the I got it. I got it. I got it. All and right. Put the cord on the phone. You fake, bro. I'm not going to be one of those. So, uh, catch your uh, sunflower, sunflower and scissors on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out her page. It's really dope. Dope. Yep. Um, Who the thirds? The thirst of the week. Ooh. The thirst of the week. It's not that. That dance. Man, I had a whole song for the thirst of the week one time, and I forgot how it go. That shit was probably whack anyway. It was uh, over Tony, Tony, Tony. It's our, oh, yeah, okay. So it was like, it's the thirst of the week. <laughs> the thirst of the week. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What, is, what did I say? Oh, my God. It was so dope. What's um, it? She, this is real lyrics and everything, might, bro. I had this shit in my head, bro. Like, she might not be babe, but it is y'all date. It's the thirds of the week. <laughs> thirds of the week. You find your car thinking, oh, this is slamming. Yeah, I was like, oh, what was it? Oh, man, it was something about like you having a girl, hmm. but the girl not knowing you, so it was okay anyway. <laughs> That shit was jamming, bro. Write it down next time, man. I know, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna rethink it, and I'm gonna, and we gonna have that. Like, hopefully, that's it's not that super, that thing when you think it's super popping at first, and then you go back and listen to it <laughs> when, you, when you're sober. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no. All right, man. So the thirst of the week this week is uh the it is Miguel's wife. Disrespectful. What? It's 
Oh, you know Miguel watch the show. She don't know me, so it's okay. Miguel know us though. Um, Nazine, Mandy, Pimentel. That's hard to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just get some easier. Oh. <laughs> you can catch our Instagram at Nazine Mandy. N a z a n i n m a n d i. Uh. She bad boss. That's all I got to say. A whole lot of bad. Goodness gracious. Yeah, they got married recently. Uh, that was sometime last year. Um, Miguel ain't pre- impregnated her yet? No. It would been a baby on the first night. Instantly. There is a picture. Oh. No, that's just from the movie role. She had a little. She had a little toot. A, <laughs> little, a little belly toot. But uh, <laughs> that's just for a movie role. Oh. Yeah, man. So she's married to Miguel. She's uh, She's popping. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has an IGTV. IGTV is really popping off now. It is. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, so, yeah, go check her out on Instagram. I don't know of her uh, right, Twitter. You ain't do it. He don't research his thirst like bro, I do, y'all. Let me tell you, bro. I got a kid. This nigga got nothing but himself. I got himself. five kids. This nigga got nothing but himself and lotion, bro. I got two god kids, bro. You know how hard it is? Jergens. <laughs> Jer- uh, shea butter. Yeah, you don't use cocoa butter, so it can't be chafing up. Coconut oil, he like his shit warm. Coconut oil? Yeah, he like his shit warm. I make it like a, a mixture of everything. <laughs> Call it fun juice. Oh, nigga, you gay. <laughs> What's it gay? Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. We, sorry, it's my toxic. We canceled. Cishet masculinity. <laughs> See, I told you, man. I told you. Yeah, what does not love y'all, man? I do love y'all. I'm just... Improving myself as a human being. Clearly enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, we want to thank y'all for joining us this week. Thank um, y'all. <laughs> uh, check out our Instagram. Please, please, please like, share, subscribe. Mm. Um, we recently have been working on our Instagram page a lot lately. We have. <laughs> it's been hard. <laughs> We're not social media people at all. <laughs> We're doing everything for y'all. We do. Um, so get connected with us um, in our bio is a link to all of our other pages. Yeah, we finally made it easier for y'all. Yeah, so please check that out. Um, if y'all have any questions, comments, or con- or whatever y'all want to ask. Concerns. HR. <laughs> we hate you, man. Um, no, please send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram. We'll definitely reply. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. We want to thank y'all. I'll reply because I know y'all really want to talk to me. Oh, yeah. Check us out on YouTube. We have got all. Yes, our, yo, got okay. All our episodes y'all better know, y'all better watch these episodes on YouTube. If y'all know how much work went into these episodes on YouTube, I'm laughing because I didn't do it. Mike, yo, he Mike didn't do nothing. I took it on myself. I'm <laughs> myself to blame, but it's fine. It worked out. It's on there. I'm gonna try to have the newest episodes on there that well, not the same night, by the following day. But um, yeah, check us out on YouTube. We got all that on there. Subscribe. Hit the bell. I be trying to think all the stuff that the YouTube gamers be thinking, be saying at the end of the video. The bell. What is the bell? The notification whenever you post a new thing. Oh, oh, it'll... turn on post alerts. Yes. <laughs> so, turn on notifications. Turn on notifications. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all the stuff. We love y'all. I love you more than Will. No, that's a lie. No, He's lying. Not. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.